Welcome to the Scandal Fan Podcast. I am one of your hostesses. I'm Jaha Knight. And we just wrapped for this episode of the Scandal Fan Podcast. Oh my gosh, I almost couldn't talk, y'all. This was episode nine of season seven, Good People. And we had a tremendous time talking about it. The ladies and Langston just did the show really good justice. So um, one of the things we did was in the after dark, I started asking a little bit more personal questions of the team as it relates to Scandal itself. And we had a really interesting conversation with the after dark. Now, I know you all are saying, well, Jaha, I really love to wait for the podcast on Wednesday. However, if I'm an early adapter, which is who I am, I also want to be able to you know, consume the podcast on Sunday when you all are live because the the energy, the feedback, the comments in the chat room are epic and I want to be a part of that. Well, if that's what you've been thinking, then you should go on and head on over to dramaqueenbooks.com backslash live review. That is how you get with us live. So you could chat back, talk back, laugh and joke with others in the in the actual comment section. Laugh and joke with us because we have a lot of good times on the show and we come up with some pretty good information on the show as well. Now, if you're saying, well, I want to hear that dope conversation y'all was having in the after dark, then you can go to dramaqueenbooks.com backslash support because that is how you get to that medium there. So that's how you get there that's how you interact and engage with us and if you are a twitter follower we are scandal podcast on twitter so those are all of the ways that you can interact engage converse uh with us on the show if you don't agree with something either katrina langston or Eldia or i said then you can hit us on our individual twitter accounts um don't come for me for stuff that other people said <laughs> Because they have their own Twitters. No, I'm just playing. Um, you can always tweet at Scandal Podcast. And if there's something that you thought was good, inappropriate, whatever, then you could tell us and um, I'll share it with the person who, you know, put it out there. <laughs> and they'll respond to you. Probably not Langston. I'm just being real with you. Langston's more of a Facebook person. So you can find him in the Scandalistas and Scandalati because he generally is in there marshalling things and laying the smack down on what people ain't looking at and what they're not understanding and what they're not putting together. Now, we are, um, as an individual, me, myself, I am embarking with uh, the writing team that I have on our next series. So we finished out our first series on, uh, well, this month, actually, we put it all out there. So all of the episodes, or I say episodes, because I'm thinking of scandal, but all of the books that we put out there for drama queen books are actually on Amazon. Now, if you want to literally check out the books that we put out, you can go to uh, dramaqueenbooks.com because all of them are there for this the entire year. We're putting out 11 books this year, and we've already released four and we're working on a fifth one that is the free book for this series. So if you were to read any of the books in this series, you get a free book. Yes, because we love good readers. You know what I'm saying. Um, and that's dope. But we're working on a romance now, a romance series. And when we were talking in our story meeting about what needs to go in a romance and what's good in a romance. If you have any suggestions about what's good in a romance, you can hit me at Jaha Knight on Twitter. But 
we're working on that now and that is really interesting to to see that we are going to plan for a sweet romance uh we're thinking about a second chance romance and i'm not quite sure about what we're going to do with the third series i mean the third book in the series what type of romance it will be but the sweet romance is kind of like innocent and it's a lovey-dovey movie and then the second chance romance is where you lost the love and they got to you know come back and you had to go through the challenges of forgiveness and redemption and all that stuff um, and then the third one, we were just talking about that yesterday. Like, what do we want to do with this? Fleshing out the characters and thinking about the profiles so that I can create all of that, all of the outlines, all the character profiles and everything and give it to the writing team for them to write. And then for me to go back through and edit and make sure that we have everything together. It's, it's a really cool process to see in person for me, uh, because this is the culmination of a lot of years of work and gathering the right team to work with so one of the things that um, I just talked to a friend of mine we all started these businesses around the same time and I put on Facebook and, and Instagram today uh, if you ever were to look for me there it would also be Jaha Knight because why be inconsistent right um, so I was talking to a friend today and they were saying how they felt like their job their business had become a job and they don't like their job anymore and how they wanted you know what they went into business for there are some things that you go into something with the idea of what you want to do and then you never do it or you do it and you're still creating a job for yourself if you're an entrepreneur and you have to know when to hire people to fulfill roles within that or when you want to figure out, you know, oh, well, this is what I would prefer to do. What do I need? You know, you have to know when to pivot and when to adjust. And that's always a challenge for most entrepreneurs, which is why a lot of people get coaches. But I believe um, nowadays that because my my ideology around coaching has even changed. I believe that you can only deal with yourself by yourself, even though you can get ideas from other people. Um, I believe that you should really invest in your own understanding of what you want first before you invite other people in to give you their opinions and um what i love about entrepreneurship and what i've decided to do with my courses and my training and the things that i've created with my academies not just sophisticated academy but right on academy and night school uh is that you know i want you to learn how to fish so i'm teaching people in those courses how to fish not actually fishing for them so you're learning how to think like an entrepreneur when to decide how to pivot um, what are the things that you're going to need to know in this millennial age because you could have a master's degree in business but still not understand how to work that using these tools that are online now and not saying social media but i'm saying how to connect everything to make it really work for your business in a way that creates systems um, so i teach that inside of my academies because i've learned that in order for my clients to achieve ultimate ascension they need that so those are some of the things that I've thought through and the same stuff that I've given to my friend told him, hey, this is what you need to be looking at if you want to create freedom for your life. Because people say, I want to be free, I want to be free, but then they create another job. It's just 
insane to me. And I would say that, you know, last year I was in the same place with my business where I felt like it was kind of strangling me a little bit because I was like, I'm trying to be free. And this thing is just constantly making itself more and more work. It's even like the same stuff when I talk to you all about how to access the after dark or how to access this stuff. It's not that I'm trying to, and, and the, the girls in Langston, they, they make fun, oh, Jaha's laying the smack down. No, I'm not trying to lay the smack down now. Honestly, I'm just trying to make it easier for everyone to have access so that they know, like you know, if I've given you something or shared something, this is the access so you can always have it. Just save it somewhere where you can always find it because otherwise you're like, I don't know where that's at. You know, even this season when we came back for 7B, some um, of the after darkers were like, where the heck is the link <laughs> to get into the after dark? I'm like, oh, you got that when you signed up, <laughs> you got the link, but people weren't able to, you know, access. So I sent the link out again to everyone that was a part of the after dark, because I want to make sure that people who are a part of the after dark get their access because what's, what fun is, is being a part of something when you can't really fully participate. So I am very aware of what we're doing in our business and even with the um, Scandal podcast, I've been busy these last couple of days, um, but I know you all are important because you're very important to me. So I'm working on being more consistent with everything else that I'm doing, including you all. So we're going to work through it. I'm going through some growing pains a little bit right now. So um, and we're growing. So that's <laughs> that's the good part. But there are um, challenges to growth, you know, so. With that being said, we're doing a lot better than I think we've done in previous years. And I hope to see us get a lot, you know, more better. I know that's not a real thing, but more better is how I'm going to phrase it. Okay. I'm so in, in tune right now with the way, um, with editing and, and changing around the way words sound. And oh my gosh, I was literally on Marco Polo the other day and like trying to recraft the words that I was saying. I'm, I'm like, what are you doing? This is not a book. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's that. And, um, that's what I'm doing. That's what's going on in our world. And I just wanted to share that with you. So if you all are interested in joining us on Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the link for you to go to is dramaqueenbooks.com backslash live review. And I can't wait to see you there. Jaha's out. Uh, on here talking about the show before we even got live. I said, look, we just need to go live because clearly you got stuff to say. Um, so thank you all for joining us. I am Jaha Knight and you can find me on jahanight.com. Um, of course, I'm joined with the most fabulous people on the planet. They are sitting right here and they're going to introduce themselves to you. Welcome, everybody. Chat back with us in the chat room here on the side. There's Katrina. What hey, Katrina. There she is. <laughs> Exotic Island Julia Baker, Katrina. <laughs> we don't get intros like that to Jaha. It's like... <laughs> yes, I do. Every once in a while, I hit all of y'all with something. He does. He does. He's fair about spreading the love. Yeah. I even spread the love with your lace inlays. I'm, I was, you did. Giving, yes. I was giving you compliments <laughs> on your lace inlays. Mm -hmm. 
you know, right, so that's, introduce that's the closest she gets to showing skin, y'all. I know. Yes. She don't be showing right. no skin. There's nothing. She hits you with the lace and lace. She hits you with the shoulders. That's what yes, she doing. I'll go first. Hi, guys. It's me, Aldea. You can find me on Twitter at Janet underscore Tamara fan. And I'm Langston Smith, and I've been shamed over the past couple of weeks about not having a website. Oh. <laughs> but, has that changed? You can find me. It has not. <laughs> and the shame didn't go deep enough. It didn't. It didn't. Because uh, I just don't have the time. But, um, but you can find me at Langston Smith on Twitter, and you can find me at Langston underscore Smith on instagram um yeah follow me do something because i need some followers you know because i i'm trying to be an influence i'm trying to be an influencer but y'all just don't want to be bothered so <laughs> they don't want to be influenced <laughs> oh matt says your curls are popping links soon oh well well thank you they yeah. they're well, defined they've been, they've been through some things this morning <laughs> that's why they're defined I had a, I did a little uh, carpentry like work Like Quinn's today. hair. Yeah. We, like her hair was never messed up, just FYI. But anyway. You mean what? From when she. <laughs> like from, her hair well, was she clearly, she, she clearly was wearing a special hairspray because after that little sprig was sticking out of the suitcase, <laughs> you would think that it would still be sticking up. <laughs> oh my gosh. And here is Katrina. Introduce yourself. Yes, sorry. Katrina Prevail. You guys can find me um, on Tumblr at katrinaprevail.tumblr.com, uh, on Twitter at number one feeling. And of course, you can catch me um, on all the social media um, for Born Beautiful Naturals. Um, that's bornbeautifulnaturals.uk, my natural hair and skin company. UK Oprah, y'all. UK Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were uh, talking a little bit behind um, the scenes, and Eldia and Langston had some really uh, interesting insights. They said that this episode was the most sane that you've ever seen, Papa Pope. What do you all believe? Go ahead. Explain yourselves, uh, Eldia and, and Langston. Well, for those of you, for those of you who actually saw it, Yes, on the surface, it Boy, looked like pop. You, the shade is real. This is why we what? have the Untree Network. What? Langston is shady. I know what you're saying. That wasn't even directed at you. <laughs> right. That wasn't even both of you that watched the episode. She's so, <laughs> she's so sensitive. She's so sensitive. Right. <laughs> I was just like, Anyway, I was talking to the viewers. My God. He does it unconsciously. <laughs> anyway, for those of you who, I don't know how to say it without it sounding shady. For those of you who saw the episode on the surface, it looked like Papa was losing his mind. But as if anybody um, remembers from season six, that dinosaur was a gift from Sandra. Which was how Paeus, what Paeus and Ponytail were keeping tabs on Papa. So I'm, I'm going to say that that was a little wireless camera, which somebody else done tapped into, and we know who the, we know who that was. Mm -hmm. So while while on the surface it looked like he was just randomly ranting, he was sending very concise messages as to oh, yeah. how much how much time they had, um, 
We um, also the um, you know for those who might be wondering how they figured out where his you know where his guns were because whoever did it only had a few minutes to get in there and get out while Jake had him out in the car talking. So therefore, they use sight lines. They use the camera as a compass because one thing Papa did slip up and do uh, when he came back from meeting with Olivia was he immediately started going to his knees to the left of the camera mm -hmm. when he was when he went to go look at his look for his rifle, which gave them a clue, another clue where to look. And so therefore, both of his items, because the camera it was literally pointed towards the door, which I'm going to assume they were using to to catch his comings and goings, because typically he leaves through the front door. Um, so therefore, they used the camera as a compass to figure out where his stuff was, because there's no way they had time to literally search and figure out where that stuff right, was. Right. So they they just figured it by, you know, focal points or, you know, non focal points that were within the camera range. Um, so. So, yeah, Papa knew that there were knew that they were watching him, because if you remember from season one, he literally told Olivia that he knew that she had cameras on him. And she In lied. Episode and said, one. Right. Episode one. She literally she lied and said that she didn't because he said he said, Olivia, that is how to how what did he what was the exact line? Something about that is. Um, it's like how to imprison your dad. So he knows how to imprison her because that was right. chapter one so, for right. him with Jake. But right. my question is, does she know about that? Because who about Olivia? the camera? About the camera? Yeah, I'm wondering if like, is this a Jake thing that he's keeping for? Uh, no, 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 no. Because of because of 704, he says yeah. he right. heard the pictures. But that leads me to another question of, mm -hmm. and you have to know he has to know that Quinn is alive and he's not telling her. Uh, no, not no. necessarily. Because, because remember, Quinn remember after kitchen, right? from from the point that from the point that they think she's dead. Nobody's mm -hmm. watching anything. They're they're preparing for her funeral. They're trying to figure out what happened to her, how she ended up in this trunk. So nobody's paying attention. So he's able to. That's why he was able to bring her up out of the bring mm -hmm. her up out of the, uh, the base, basement. Yeah, because they're they're not paying attention anymore. Because now that they assume yeah, that now true. that they assume now that they assume that she's dead, they have no reason to watch him anymore. Because the whole point of them really watching him so focally for those three days was they wanted to see if he would lead them to her, not realizing that she's actually in the house the entire right. time. So, and um, I find somebody it did weird that Jake, supposedly knowing him so well, which you know how I feel about that, and him actually being loyal to right. Rowan, he's most loyal to Rowan. Right. He's not more. He's not loyal to Olivia over Rowan. That's right. Horrible. And, and the question would be, but like my, other, what I was saying is that like, is it that you don't want to know or suspect that he would do that or be capable of doing something like that? Like, how do you build a bunker in your house and they don't suspect anything weird about his comings and goings or they just think he's just fixing up the house? Well, I would have to say that that bunker's probably been there for a minute because I mean it had a combination lock and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, you know, 
lived with him and has been in that house like i don't he's been in the house more than olivia's been in that house and but, i'm like you, you know but you're but such as an you know, papa, <laughs> right he's a horrible no, but, he's spy. but the thing is is we, as we know papa keeps secrets from everybody everybody you know they yeah. think they they think they because he's always one step ahead we always well, know yeah this. well we know that which is why i'm worried for robin but <laughs> the baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> well charlie has anything to do with it because now because well, we'll now, now they're gonna Frank's have to gonna make pop up and be like charlie's Right, because they're gonna have he's to. They're okay. gonna have to. He's a nice guy. Which what the fuck? Right, he's, he's so mad about either... it because Rowan switches up and performs for everybody. everybody. But I do, but I do kind of support what you were trying to get at earlier with with Rowan because as insane as he seemed, I think what you also see from his point of view, and I think as as tedious as it was to relive the same scenes from 707, the cut mm -hmm. is different because you get it from his mm -hmm. point of view. And what you see is that he is bluffing and performing as much as mm -hmm. Olivia is. They're mm -hmm. both right. in this yeah, game both of chicken. And, and yeah. they, both could, they both could see it, but they couldn't be sure. It's yeah. like, like right. she said, I see your, your gooey inside showing. And he's like, I see your bluff. And they stood there. Because uh, did you notice that the stare down was longer than in the original episode. Yeah. And her yeah. reaction was like, different. It, her it, reaction yeah. was different too. Yeah, um, from Rowan's perspective, her reaction was totally different from where it was in 707. Well, it's what we have to think about it's how it's how Rowan is perceived. He's how he perceived exactly. Yeah. Right. Because she kind she kinda gave him that sister girl like and <laughs> well, we just have to make sure that there's a body because Huck will never start looking. Thanks. Like, right. oh my god, that was, and that right. sounded right. cold as that shit. That was so cold. That's that why was so Quinn cold. was like this. And they literally when they when they showed Quinn's face, Quinn was like, "Are you?" <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Where she said Olivia is a bitch, I was like, you ain't never lied. <laughs> but the thing that, like, I'm not gonna sit here and call my daughter a bitch. Like, I don't know if we're gonna get to this, but maybe Langston can get to it because this was the one thing that like drove Twitter crazy was that Quinn could hear Olivia, but Olivia couldn't hear Quinn. How was that? Because she um, heard her through the little, the air vent thingy. You air will vent. be able to because, hear others, but you're not going to hear from okay. downstairs. That's right. that because like also, remember, he was very specific. The doors yeah. are titanium, which means you yeah. can't get out. Right. And the exactly. walls are soundproof, which means nobody from outside can hear you. Right. So, right. but the, at the same time, you also have to consider the fact that it, it probably would have still been possible for Olivia to hear her if she had yelled. But why would she yell when she's not sure whether or not Olivia Olivia is going to kill her? So she's got right. two people upstairs yeah, who could exactly. potentially yeah. kill her. So yep. she's she and she was she was you know she was in her um, she half crazed her yeah, terrified. Olivia was not her savior. <laughs> right, she was in her half crazed, right. terrified moment of trying to figure out how to get out of there before both one or both of them came down there. So right, because her priority was her baby. Mm -hmm. Right. right. 
their games. Right, right. Because Facebook, <laughs> Facebook was uh, the uh, Scandalises and Scandalati were crazy about that too. About how you know, well, why couldn't why couldn't they hear her? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they hear her from downstairs? It's like if you had two people upstairs who could potentially kill you, are you gonna scream out? No, no. But the other bigger thing is, I suspect, is that it's also not even about her, which is the sad thing. So like, mm-hmm. it, it's almost it like never. it didn't matter. It was never about her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's right. always been about. Olivia and her father, um, but right. you know, that, like that relationship and everybody else is a casualty of it. So like which twins didn't twin, really matter. Yeah. He, which is he why so, she played the kids and women right. part. Right? Exactly, right. Was, which well, she's no, been doing all, yeah. She was well, like, mother well, children first, no, Rowan. <laughs> no, no, he 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 led her to that because he she was freaking out. He's like, would you shut up? You were B16, B613, think, think. And then she got it. Oh yeah, we don't do this. Right. So that that's why she calmed down was because he led her to that to that conclusion. Is like I never intended to. I don't intend to. He even told her I don't yeah, intend no. to kill you. This is just so I can get what I want. Then I'm letting you go. Right. But then, but then Olivia and I still don't think even when he went downstairs with the gun, he wasn't planning on killing her. Well, but just he like had, Olivia wasn't ever gonna die when she was kidnapped. Because that right. was never the point. It right. was yeah. right. to, right. to, it was to a, teach her a lesson. Result, right? It was, um, it was a teach her a lesson, which she clearly be... didn't learn. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I already have my um, theories about the kidnapping, which I'm, you know, not going to repeat here. But yeah, right. I think part of it was a lesson, but also part of it right. was a kind of you need to obey and know that I have mm-hmm. your best interests in mind. And, but right. it, it broke her in a way. And I think started mm-hmm. her down this path towards mm-hmm. Rowanka, which gets worse after 509, mm-hmm. obviously when she sort right. of like commits to essentially the B613 ways. And she has like her initiation and kind of fully yeah. commits to daddy's road and becomes right. and Right. It is so, so telling when, you know, earlier she was talking about my B613 is different. No, it is exactly the same. You resorted to the same tactic. Matter matter of fact, Olivia has already been, because I still, to this day. OPA was in training, B613 in training under the guise of being so (laughs) different. It slowly became like that. Because, because I still, to this day, think that she led Huck to the conclusion of killing the guy in, in the beltway. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. the Beltway story because she goes, you don't have to do this, but it was like it was kind of like, but if you must, but, but if you must, and <laughs> if, if I you need must. you to, like, right. but if you don't, think yeah, you well, can, I mean, she's the one that started him down that path it. towards his addiction. So right. it's it, and she's done, she's done it more than once, and right. you know, more than watch once. struggle thing because I mean, of know, his dedication even, to her. Even even when they found even when they found the Reverend back in was that that was season two two oh two two yeah, yeah two right when uh, when they found the Reverend and she's like so what do you need and he started laying out this litany of things that he would need and she goes no to move the body <laughs> yeah like, like, he needed trash bags and he right. needed a saw he was ready like, he was yeah. ready well remember that's one that's also shortly afterwards we see him go to AA. For the right. first time, right. correct. Was, we see, yeah, because right. he, it was he's still, funny. he was still being affected. It was, he's, yeah. He started to get hype again. He was like, <laughs> "Use my skills, <laughs> addicts, people. Sometimes yep. people are addicts." So mm-hmm. I wanted to share with the the <clears throat> listeners that are here today 
Um, and hopefully those of you that are listening to the show on the podcast, um, I sent out an email to all of you with the link to the After Dark. So if you misplaced your link or whatever the case may be, it has been sent to everyone that is a part of the After Dark. So please make sure you check your email. And the way to get into the live version when we are getting out of here at five um, mm -hmm. is to go to the, um, what is it called? The All Access. And it's the very first link that's in your all access if you're gonna join us live in the after dark so that you can click that. So it should say uh, episode, let me see, be clear so you all know. So it should say season seven. And when you click season seven and you open that up, that is the link to join us in the after dark. Please do not forget that because that's the live link to join us while we are live because I know some of you have had questions about that. You email me voraciously. So I'm just making sure that you all know how to get in, but the email was sent out to you all today so that all of you that are in the After Dark, whether you have a general pass or all access pass, you can get into that area to watch all of the After Darks and whatnot. All right, so let's continue. Oh, and if you're joining us live and you need to join the After Dark, um, it is dramaqueenbooks.com backslash support. There you go. Now we continue the show. Okay. And another question that came up was, uh, why didn't whoever went go in and steal the guns help Quinn escape? Because Olivia and Jake are trying to keep it contained. Nobody knows that Papa Pope had Quinn except Jake and Olivia. So therefore they wouldn't tell that to the person they sent in. All that person needed to know was he can't have any guns. Go in there and get him. That was it. So they weren't looking for Quinn. And, you know, for all we know, she might have been asleep or afraid to yell out because it could have been just Papa Pope coming yeah, back remember, in. Yeah, remember, they don't have an interest in freeing Quinn. Quinn they have an right. interest in containing Quinn. Right. Right. And also, right. it's not the way that Papa Pope imprisons people, right? Like when he imprisoned mm -hmm. Mama, she was not, you know, under anyone's nose. Like he had a very... He, you know, had her mm -hmm. in a far, far, far away land. So I think mm -hmm. just them going off of his tendencies and this this establishes Jake and Olivia thinking that they know Rowan so well, they would never suspect that he would have Quinn under their nose. They're thinking that they're going to have mm -hmm. to literally, no pun intended, dig for her and <laughs> and like look, excuse me, like look, look for her. So they would not be, they would not even, it wouldn't even enter their thought process that she could literally be in that house somewhere. Yeah, but it, it also cracks me up that he even offered, and I and, and I, I I love how he bluffed and prop and figured out that she wouldn't want to see. But do you want to see the body? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, just wait no. a few days. <laughs> she was so dry with that. I was just like, make sure really? there is one. <laughs> <laughs> just give her back to us, you know. Right. And she didn't even, and she didn't even, she didn't even care what condition it was in. It was just like, we need a body. We need we a body, right. Just so that I can close this and move on and get back right. to You know what, it's, it's, it's exactly and, and, what um, Huck said to her in episode 701 about the daughter who, who came about her father and Huck mm -hmm. came to her and said, make sure we have a body. Right, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> About about that girl's dad. So now she's in position because she knows Huck is not mm -hmm. going to stop looking for Quinn. Just like I suspect she knows Huck is going to find out what happened after she mm -hmm. lied to him. Well, 
those previews look pretty good when he stands up and she's like, what are you doing here? Right. <laughs> like, why, are, why are you in my Yo, fantasy land? Of right. I'm sorry, on? but the best part of the episode last week was the promo for the next episode. I cannot <laughs> wait. I can't wait either. Now the question is, is, is Charlie going to be there? Because at this point, Charlie's got to know and either they are trying to force her into a confession or something Right. Or, you know, Charlie still Charlie still doesn't know that she's alive. He knows the baby is alive. I don't think Charlie's going to be there. That's probably a, another part that we're going to see what's going on with Charlie, yeah. Rowan, and um, Quinn. And I guess we're also going to be seeing the Cyrus, Smelly, Jake stuff as well. Because I saw mm. some promo po- pictures and, you know, clearly Olivia does go back to D.C. Because we all know that intervention is going to fail because she's... Right. She's not ready. It's it's. I think it's going to be an important step, and some shit is going to go down. Um, and they need to see her, and she needs to get a bunch of shit off of her chest because she's going to turn real nasty. Because this is yeah. like what happens when addicts mm-hmm. are, are um, feel like they're being cornered in this way. But um, I, I just feel like there's going to be a lot of different dynamics in the episode, and I'm just excited to see how they play it out. And another thing, people. Um, we're saying that he noticed that the dinosaur had been moved and that's how he knew that they had been there. Actually, no. He actually, <laughs> Jake, 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 Jake tipped him off because in right. the car, he, he said, let Olivia come, let her do her best. I'll be ready for her. And Jake says, not as ready as you think. Papa goes back in the house and he's working on the working on the crib and you mm-hmm. see his gears are rolling. And so by the time he comes back downstairs, he repeats the phrase, not as ready as you think. And he starts looking around and that's when he noticed that the dinosaur had been moved and realized his shit was gone. So I don't know if that was a, Jake was trying to clue him in or if that was just a stupid mistake on Jake's part. But at the end of the day, it, you know, it, it really cut their time short because they only had 22 hours at that point when Jake said that. So then now that gave Papa that opportunity to go back to the Wally world and, you know, get, you know, get some more guns, you know? So can we talk about those scenes? I mean, can we? Or Marvin. 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 That's right. Marvin. It was, that was those were some of my favorite parts of the episode was to see Papa Pope in like the real world and to see him interacting with this guy who genuinely like was just trying to like do his job and you could see the light bulbs going off for Papa Pope mm-hmm. of how he could mm-hmm. connecting oh, it all manip- like how, but he how, manipulated that man wow. mani- manipulated the shit out of him but I think that says something about Rowan it's funny that you say to see him in the real world because mm-hmm. I think what that solidified for me and it was based on actually the way um, Maya laughed when Olivia told her that um, Rowan you know took Quinn because she took his dinosaur or whatever and Maya was like what and people were like <laughs> why is she laughing I said she's laughing because she knows that this man is completely untethered from reality, like mm-hmm. that to do that. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. you see him in the real world, you understand that because he is so disconnected from people. Like Olivia was mm-hmm. right in 409 when she said that you're, you know, basically a sick, lonely man. And mm-hmm. the only way you can live 
is to to have this idea that you're controlling the world and she has slowly become that person and she's in mm -hmm. for exactly who he has become if she continues down this path and i feel like in a way that he sees that but it's also his fault that she's reached here and he really doesn't know how to productively help her because no matter what he does all he does is end up breaking her because he himself is so severely mm -hmm. broken and feels mm -hmm. like it is ultimately too late for him he cannot even have like right. a normal relationship with anyone and this mm -hmm. guy is proof like anybody he gets close to he ends up hurting or killing them like this guy right. dies and then he blames uh, it on quinn and her baby like baby, i killed this yeah, guy for you, for you no nigga you <laughs> killed him because right. you witnessed you're fucking and, crazy yes right. and, and then, and then the fact and then the fact then the fact that he had a three-day bromance and he literally right. called him he was my friend because right. you don't have any friends, any friends. <laughs> you, don't have friends. you made one you made one friend in what how many years i mean because right. his, last, his, his last his last and he killed the last person he had a physical yeah, connection with. exactly <laughs> right exactly. everybody that it gets close to him he breaks dies. them or he kills them they die right. that's why his only friend are fucking bones because <laughs> because, because at the end because at the end of the day he literally had to kill marvin because marvin asked some questions Right, because because the first thing he asked was, "Who is she? What's her name?" Yeah, name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. why is she? And why is she down here? Right, exactly. You, know? you got so, to go. You know, so then of course and, that and would mean he's going to continue this, asking questions. Yeah. Well, not just that. That's what. Yeah, continue asking questions. Right, questions that you don't want answers to. Remember what he says to Olivia in season three: like, don't ask me these questions, but you don't want to know the answer. Mm -hmm. And when you live in a world like this, where you have to keep these secrets and you do these violent and dirty things, you can't have productive relationships. Right? Mm -hmm. It's why mm -hmm. Olivia and Fitz's relationship will never work so long as she stays in the White House because it is an institution that requires kind of domination and violence in order to. Um, maintain this idea of power and the power of this nation. And you can extrapolate from that about individual power as well and how people can't still can't separate it from domination and um, control, which is where Olivia is right now, her understanding of power mm -hmm. and why she needs to get to a different understanding of it. So just as their relationship, Olivia and her father's relationship has completely been like ruined because of his work at B613. It ruined his family. It ruined his relationship with his daughter because they can't have any intimacy because of what he does. And he has seen, now he's never taking it just as what he does, but it's it became who he was, right? And that was mm -hmm. the kind of difference. And so she can't have any relationships and any true friendships in uh, the path that she's on because it always requires lying. It requires going behind people's back. You cannot have any intimacy. And I'm not just talking about romantic intimacy. I'm talking about friendships as well. You cannot have that without any vulnerability. And you can't have vulnerability if you can't be open to anybody and like answer questions and let them see you. If you're always lying and hiding, which Olivia says she's exhausted of, you can't have any of that. She can't remain in this world. She has to leave or right. she might get fired, I don't know, but she has to leave either way. I would hope it would be her yeah. choice, but she is so gone right now. I don't know if by the end of this episode, she's going to gain any sort of bit of self-awareness um, 
enough but i don't know i suspect the time jump is, is coming i, I wouldn't soon. right i wouldn't be surprised if she you know got a needle to the neck and woke up in a hotel <laughs> room <laughs> in another in another city another Damn. country and, ah. you know her name is now oh. lindsey dwyer <laughs> <laughs> you know what i meant to say this when you brought up about oh they wouldn't suspect that you know, Quinn was like right under their noses. That made me think about um, Olivia's kidnapping and how mm -hmm. they made it seem as if she was right there. She was right there. They were. I remember OPA like when they when um, Huck located a signal, or whatever. They were like, "She's just up to I sixty six. Like, yeah, she's right there. She's yeah. in. She's in a storage unit, Pennsylvania, like or um, Delaware, store. whatever it was. Like, right, yeah, like, right in the storage in a storage unit." Right, yeah. the storage unit that they had built that they had built to look like a cell. Yeah, she um, just up the highway. <laughs> right, <laughs> and um, oh, and the other thing I realized is that Papa brought Marvin there with the intention of killing him, oh, because when you think yeah. about it, when you think about it, Anne had already been upstairs. Why did you take her back downstairs to deliver the baby? Because you knew you were going to kill him because yeah. you could have taken him upstairs and he probably wouldn't have had any as many questions. It would have been like, you could have lied to him and said, this is my adopted daughter. You know, cause yeah. you had already said- you had already in bedroom, completely normal situation, but he didn't right. want that. Right, <laughs> right. You, you knew that you were gonna kill him when you brought him there. Cause you brought him down into the basement where it looked odd that there's a damn chain laying on the floor. Uh, <laughs> your, hand, your hand is wrapped from a cut yeah. and and here's this drugged out girl laying on the bed about to give birth. That raises a lot of questions. So you knew you were going to have to kill him. Yeah. He brought or him in for a teaser. Right. Or you would have had her deliver the baby up in Olivia's room. If you were right. really, you know, if he was really your friend. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and had no qualms about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then. Like that. <laughs> and then, and then, shot him in the back of the head. He wasn't even looking. He was probably heading back up the stairs when he was like, "Yeah, some friend, right?" Head. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Oh, that was the other thing. Thank you for bringing that up, um, Jaha, about the Judas thing. We get the confirmation because Rowan gives Quinn the fake name Christy, as in Christ. Quinn is the Christ to Olivia, the Judas, and the Judas kiss in the previous episode that she gives mm -hmm. to. Mm. Um, Huck, she's the yeah. she's the one that's betrayed them and betrayed Quinn, mm -hmm. the Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. Little Christy. Oh. <laughs> El Diaz. Oh. Yeah, I was like, wait, bring it together, Katrina. Keep going, girl. Oh. Bring it on. Bring it on back to the Bible, baby. Bring it on. Oh, back to the Bible. Oh. But yeah, but um, this um, this is gonna be really interesting when they reintroduce Quinn back into the situation because yikes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she's the one that put put it together, and and she's literally heard from Olivia's own mouth that mm -hmm. none of them matter. Not just her; Ooh. like she knows by by Olivia saying, "If Quinn has to die, she has to die. All I need is a body." Quinn now knows that Olivia doesn't give two shits about it, not only her or her baby, but anybody else at OPA because of how her death is connect and affects everyone else. It's like a chain but reaction. But she's I was known so glad that she heard it. I was so glad she heard it, and I was hoping but, that she would have. But didn't she actually already know that 
back in season four when I they were on the they've known for a while, but none of them want to believe it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. they've shown that at different times. They show that with right. Abby and Huck in the last she, episode. She wanted to be in denial. Yeah, where uh, Abby yeah. was like, go home, take your shit and go home, Huck. You're crazy. Like this can't be true. And Huck is the same way. You see Huck trying to put the pieces together. Like he knows, mm -hmm. but he's like, it's like if I can if I can mm -hmm. make this puzzle something different, right. but still be complete then it's not but, true. But but he came to the same conclusion that Quinn mm -hmm. did because he went down the same path that she did and mm -hmm. understood that this is why she's missing mm -hmm. because she knew something. So what did, like you I know. Think, what did you all think about um, all of them cheering Quinn on and trying to help her stay in good spirits and getting up out of that space where she had just kind of then she kind of was self-defeated. She was like, man, look, yeah. I'm going to die it, down here. It was, <laughs> it was very reminiscent. It was very reminiscent of last season when Tr Huck was in trouble. Mm. Um, hey, they, although, they conjured their family right. um, you know, right. to, to see well, them through. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And of course, Abby was still a bitch. Right. <laughs> yeah. In her I love how she's judgmental <laughs> in all of these. Even in Liv's dream, she was like, "Where's Jake? Oh, you just leave Huck? You didn't choose this life." <laughs> <laughs> true to form. Uh, I, I think Huck's was very true to form when he was like, "You're embarrassing me. Get your ass up and do something." And Quinn's like, Quinn's. It was very reminiscent. Like you saw how far their relationship had evolved, even in that scene, right? Because Huck was like, "You need to be doing something," and Quinn's like, "I'm fucking." Chained to a wall. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck do you expect me to do? Mm -hmm. And he was like, "You're embarrassing us. Quit it." <laughs> was, uh, like I trained you. What's wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? Get up, get out, and do something. It's like, <laughs> listen, listen. If I could take two bullets to the chest and stomach, like naturally, three bullets to the chest and stomach, yes. be immersed, be immersed in water. <laughs> you could get out of here and drag myself across a rocky quarry. Yeah. You right. could do this. With a dead yeah. body, because he brought the body with him so that they would find the tracker and find yeah. him. Right. right. And, and not, not, not only that, awkward. not only that, but so the, so the coyotes would chew on her before they got right. there. Yeah. 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 Like, if I could do all of that. It's like, let's let let's make Jennifer a dual purpose situation. I did like how they connected the hair pieces. Like when Quinn was mm -hmm. like, oh, she's already helped me and like took it out and was like, yeah. I was like, okay, that that was a neat little tie-in because that damn hair piece has been like it a thread. me of the pipe ring yeah. in Olivia's dream mm -hmm. where Abby yeah. points it out to her right. and like Abby, dream Abby or whatever, <laughs> or delusional Abby brings up the the mm -hmm. the pin and somebody mm -hmm. else, another one of the gladiators brings it up and then it, it's like playing in her mind. She's like, oh, the mm -hmm. pin, the pin. I can MacGyver yeah. this bitch. Like, right. um, <laughs> I'm like that's out. Which explains why. Which explains why it was broken when they found right, it. Right when right. they found it, mm -hmm. and her dress had been torn when mm -hmm. she got there. Right, so mm -hmm. yeah, they had a piece yeah. of it there. Oh, there's something else I wanted to bring up from that um, scene, and I've got was it Charlie? Oh, yes, I love the contrast between the calm Charlie that Quinn conjures. Mm -hmm. And the Charlie that chokes the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> right? He, he heard that he, he heard that baby cry. He said, Let me in, old man. Yeah. <laughs> he he heard, oh my God. Yeah. Mm. When mm. he heard that baby cry. Like, I'm just surprised that Rowan didn't come up behind her with a hypodermic <laughs> because Rowan was really chill about it. Like, okay, going up the stairs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I wonder if he's lost something, you know, uh, lost some of his fight after this, after he realized how far Olivia was Olivia actually really running to well, go. Because well, yeah, I, I mean, I said this last week, like, they both lost in this mm -hmm. scenario, right? And <laughs> she's dead to, to him, his idea of his daughter, because she's become him, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and nothing, the thing is that nothing she was ever going to do was going to... Um, me his approval and, and now, i think he knows that in a way right and now quinn is his adopted daughter christy and he's now taking, <laughs> her, taking on taking on taking on robin and his adopted grandchild Run, quinn. Yeah. right you don't want him as your grandpappy right? what i don't want to happen is for quinn to like quinn is a, I'm telling you, tell you, Shonda, where I'm not here for. I'm not here for a she redemption. She can't become Rowan for, for Rowan. No, for Rowan. I'm not here for Quinn, like having some kind of pity on Rowan because she's seen a certain side of him. And it's like, Quinn, you're also not his daughter and you've not been right. tortured exactly like a lifetime of, um, mm -hmm. you know, emotional and mental abuse um, and sexual abuse via Jake and Russell mm -hmm. um, that Olivia has gone through. Um, with this man, so fucking save, you know, you know, save me with this. Oh, I have some pity on him. I'm but, not here for it. This too I much has happened for for me to be like, oh, he's just a sad old man. No, fuck right. you. But I think we'll find out. There was a reason why he didn't kill Quinn because Papa doesn't bluff. Like this has been a sad. He will do whatever needs to be done to get the job done to get what he wants. Mm -hmm. Right. So if he mm -hmm. really, baby or no baby, like if he really wanted to kill Quinn, he could have killed her at any given point, and that was proven. Right. Because he mm -hmm. he had unlimited access to her. So I think we'll find out at some point. There was there's another reason why he kept her alive. He was. I don't think he was ever going to kill Quinn. Like, like we said, like Quinn was never the point, right? Never Quinn the point, right? But in order, really more he, about the baby. <laughs> once he realized, though, that like Olivia wasn't going to back down, right? Like they both were bluffing, bluffing, bluffing. But once mm -hmm. he realized, he could have just killed Quinn, and this could have been over with, right? It, he could have, but what was to begin? That's why I think I wonder if something in him recognized that. Hmm the baby could be something because I think it is impossible for this man to quit. I really do think that he is so far gone and so old that there really isn't a lot of hope for him. Like, I just don't see anything about him changing and right. he's There's always trying else he to do. figure it out. There's nothing else he could do. Like it's that it, like, bones. It's yeah. It's like, it's, it's lost for him. It's it's over for him. He is the cautionary tale of, like I said, what Olivia's life could become. Hence, a nightmare that I had like two years ago um, about the ending of of, of, of scandal. Um, basically, being the two of them having dinner together and him saying something to her, and suddenly she thinks about all of the flashes of all of these things that she's lost come to her, and she looks at her father and the scene like fades to black as the end. Like she stuck with him in the end because she was so committed to that path. But thankfully that is not the direction that we are going in, but it was always my fear from like literally years ago that that would be the thing that happened. But she has hope because she has love, something Rowan does not have. And he doesn't have love because he can't ever be vulnerable and he can't, 
be vulnerable because he's always hiding and performing and he is so stuck in this way. He doesn't know how to get out of it. And I don't know if he cares to try. And that is really the key. Like, do you want to? Do you care to try and go through the process? And I don't think he does. You know, some people like this get stuck in a rut mm -hmm. yeah. and they feel like they don't know how to change, but it's also because they don't have the tools, they don't have the help, or they just don't believe that they can do it or and, change or have and the support. And some would, you know, some would say that they're a victim of their circumstances, right? Because yeah. he tried with, uh, what was his love interest name? Sandra, Sandra. Sandra. Sandra, right? Like he, mm -hmm. we saw that he had a normal life, woke up, worked out, went to, so one could argue he's a victim of certain, and then he got pulled back in. So people like Rowan are always, they say that they go, I want to change. I don't want to be like this, but I am true. I am a victim of my circumstances. Like I don't know anything different. So they don't know how to remove themselves from the situation. Like Katrina said, we keep bringing up the word addicts and addicted to things. When you're an addict and you're recovering, because you're always going to be recovering, you're never fully recovered, you have to change everything that ties you to the circumstances in which you find yourself in situations where you are tempted to do things. Right. And it's a process. And I, and you can't just like wake up one day and say, oh, I'm going to have mm -hmm. this like love affair. So I'm sure Fitz's dick is great. And as much as Ooh. Olivia gets smashed, <laughs> like that's not going to change her. She has to do some real work. And I know people right. have this fantasy that Fitz is going to stroke her back to health. And right. that's just not true. You these damn like, metaphorical words. <laughs> but she said it, right? She said Olivia has to leave the White House. That's what I'm saying. Those are her circumstances. Yeah, those are her. And right. she's trapped by that circumstance. And yeah. she, the thing is, she is holding on to it because. Mm -hmm. She is, um, and we saw her desperation in season six. And I think mm -hmm. like, I think not until season seven, do you really begin to understand the desperate lengths right. that she's right. like gone to because her sense of fear um, has gotten worse. And as that right. has gotten worse, the addiction has gotten worse. And, mm -hmm. and it requires like ultimate loyalty and like dependent relationships. I was talking about this on my blog the other day, which is why she's been her so grounded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is, right? And um, Jake is the is the one that always is there to supply um, the corner boy. Um, her, her, her needs and there to excuse it, there to encourage her. There's nothing wrong with you. You're fine. You're normal. This is great. You're gonna, you're mm -hmm. becoming the person you need to be. Yeah, right just here. do this. And the, the being command is and gonna Cyrus be Cyrus would be, Look, in theory, another, when they had another a And Melly, she got high with, right? Right. Jake well, is, before, Jake. and he's before, trying to recover. Change, that's he's, what I'm Right, and he's trying to. I think he's starting to see that. Hmm, he's starting to see her mm -hmm. uh, in a in a different way and see how bad she's becoming. And I think he thought that oh, he could start a new leaf, but he hasn't really done a whole lot of work either. And he's just been reminded of his own past and is at this crossroad. I think where he's like, okay, to go forward, I have to accept the person that I was and decide mm -hmm. to do differently. And it's not going to be easy. And we'll see where he goes you know, from here, because he's lost a lot too. Um, but he's also had, I feel like by putting him in jail and losing his kid and mm -hmm. his husband, that mm -hmm. he has been punished, if you will, right? There's right. been some like retribution from 
Jake hasn't, and, and, hasn't gotten that. Rowan hasn't gotten that. Mm-hmm. Melly hasn't gotten, gotten that. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and the fact that Olivia yeah. would link up with Melly, a person she knows that would be one, like continually supply her with chaos because Melly is always fucking up because she's not very strategic. <laughs> and Olivia always has to like clean right. something up for her. So she's an endless supply of chaos. Two, Melly. Like, because Melly isn't as strategic and she's always fucking up, she's always going to need Olivia, right? Mm-hmm. What does Olivia say to Melly in the first episode? You never ignore me. I am always right. Basically, and it's just the two of us. You need me. And that, and I, people thought, girl power. And I'm like, no, this woman is fucking crazy. She's telling this woman that she absolutely needs to, what she's saying, she is like, she is creating her endless supply mm-hmm. of the drug for her addiction in because this mm-hmm. is her last opportunity in this White House. How do y'all not see this? This is my power. And, and <laughs> Melly really needs to watch her back because oh bitch. Yeah. She already she already right? killed Luna she already killed Luna. <laughs> right. And all she yeah. all she would have to do, all she would have to do is off the speaker of the house. <laughs> the, vice pre- the vice president. <laughs> And is there somebody else that comes after the Speaker of the House? The because the staff is not she in line for the first no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, if she offed all the people that were in line, she would eventually become in line because they might because they could because they could bump her up to Speaker of the House if yeah. they wanted to. Right. But she, the thing is, Olivia's personality is not the front man in that way. Right. She right. like she needs to be growing, like pulling the strings. She needs right? to be in the shadows. The world. She needs to she be, needs in, the to be in the shadows. That's how she's been growing. Right. That's but, that's who her life was modeled off of. Somebody in the shadows, and she created her own version of that and acted like it was the light. Can and we do a wish list? Real quick? The dark. <laughs> can we do a wish list real quick, Sandra? <laughs> Sandra has the bump still here. You Sorry. know what? Cassandra, you know what's up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, wish list. My one wish is that Lucy off Jake. You know, Lucy. I want Lucy. Cyrus to off Jake. Ooh, or something. Mm. That I would think be a good. That would be a good one. That would be a good one too. That would be a good one too. Mm. What but, y'all? Yeah. I said I think it might come to that because if you see so. their adversarial relationship and how Cyrus mm-hmm. is like. Nigga, you always Cyrus. take my toys. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was like two like two kids on the playground. I'm gonna fuck you up one day. Right. You a big old bully. <laughs> but uh, he is a big old bully though. Is. Jake is. Yeah. I mean, but why is he a bully? On, like David, because, he likes picking on people who are like right. weaker than he is. Right. Because he gets picked on by 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 Rowan and well, Olivia. Yeah, because he, he and literally, yeah, you know, yeah, he does. Literally, what did he say? Now I'm your bitch. <laughs> so there, like there's is a relationship that's turned into one of like sort of mutual abuse, and it is because they learned it from their father, right? So they just right. repeat those those mm-hmm. cycles um, yeah. that they have learned with each other. Well, so, but. Which is I, why I it's this, a gross relationship to me. I have this sinking feeling that we're going to possibly get a Seinfeld ending where everybody ends up in the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Just staring at each other. Like, 
<laughs> really, like or Fitz or Fitz puts the whole Pope family down there and it's just like you guys are gonna have to figure this out. Like I didn't even know the episode was over until the how to get away murder with murder thing started. I was like, what what? Wait, is this Whoop. this is over already? It yeah, was a very quiet ending to an episode. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot of shit packed into it. Mm -hmm. They should they should have started playing the cleanup woman. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up. Here she is. That, that baby gonna be traumatized because his what first memory is gonna baby? be blood and brains. She was holding the baby, wiping the blood. I was like, she really? was where? I mean, the they hell, gotta start him young though, right? Like, oh my god, no deal. Like, like, this, this is what she gets to inherit. Like Robin's I mean, gonna be torturing people on the playground. Right. <laughs> it was like, give me your lunch money. It's like, <laughs> did you just step on my brand new shoe? <laughs> and then they find a, little, find, a little, find a little kid with a wealth upside his head. Right. Well, we're going to start to get ready to go into the after dark. If you all have any additional um, emotions that you must emote before we go into the after dark, which we'll be at, if you go to dramaqueenbooks.com backslash support, you can join us in the after dark. Um, again, those of you that are Wait, what? what? <laughs> I, I was like, we're in the last right. right, I was like, we weren't even discussing Olivia's. I know. I was like, I was like, blue. No, she's trying to get me started because we had a little, we had a little thing with somebody in the group yesterday. Oh, and then she I came, she came back. people with those opinions. And yeah. Then this, chick, then this chick comes back with, what y'all not going to do is come on my post. I'm like, how you going to tell somebody how to speak in an open forum? <laughs> well, if you want to join us, it's dramaqueenbooks.com, dramaqueenbooks.com backslash support to join us in the after dark. For those of you that are already in the after dark and you have the um, all access pass, make sure you go in when you log in, you click on season seven, which is at the very top of your season seven area. And that is the link to join us in the after dark. So please make sure you do that. Um, we're going to go ahead and leave uh, Cassandra has, you know, said her her opinion. Yeah, repeat what you said about the links. What I was saying is you can go to dramaqueenbooks.com backslash support and you can join us if you're not in the after dark. If you are in the after dark, I sent you all an email and I talked about this at the very top of our show. I sent you all an email today before the show, sending you the link to log Don't in. <laughs> So you, know, you know, make sure that, you know, because I know sometimes you lose an email or whatnot that we send to you. But when you get this email, because Jaha's not doing this for the rest of the season, when you get this email, please star it, put it in a special folder in your, your stuff so that you have the link to log into the After Dark. Now, I want to be clear, the After Dark, when y'all sign up, is only for installments, for installments. Y'all aren't paying for the entire time our show is on air, you're paying four installments. So um, when you all send over emails and you ask me a million questions, I just wanted to address <laughs> that. More shame. More shame. But see, I, I have a full-time business, it so was, I'm running that. It and was all in that extra L she put in questions. million. Um, I just want y'all to know ahead of time, I appreciate y'all and I love y'all, but yes. um, I can't answer a million questions on email. So here it is. Those are the details. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know y'all miss being the after dark, but my bank account ain't having it. I understand, Cassandra. We love you anyway. So shady. I'm not being shady. I'm just being clear. So we we all are on one accord. You know, that's how you conversation <laughs> together on one accord when you're clear. You know what I'm saying? Amen. All right. So we are going to go ahead and go into the after dark. Thank you all for joining us today on Scandal Podcast. We will see you next week at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Share it with your friends so that they can join us in the after dark as well, or even in the live review part of our show. We love that too. Thank y'all. Ciao. Ciao, people. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.